Welcome back to another bonus episode of Enlightened Empaths. Today, we're very excited to welcome Rod Bias. Rod grew up in Florida with his mother's six siblings and several cousins, a grandmother who was half Seminole Indian and half English, and a German grandfather. While growing up, Rod was seeing spirits and knowing things without understanding where the information came from or why others were not having the same experiences. He believes some of his mother's family were intuitive, but that was never discussed. While Rod continued having these experiences, he never talked about them. This eventually led Rod into a dark space that later resulted in a near-death experience. After his near-death experience, Rod knew he could not continue to ignore his gifts and must start learning how to live with those experiences and how to use them for the greatest good for all. He now uses his gifts to provide clarity for those in need. As part of this journey, Rod began learning about crystals and how to use them as a tool for protection, manifesting, strength, courage, and so much more. This led to a love and passion for crystals that he wanted to share. Rod's been with his husband, David, an amazing teacher for 19 years. He has two successful kids, Ryan and Emily. In December 2021, Rod made the decision with the support of his husband to follow his heart and share his love of crystals with others. He opened two crazy crystal guides to help others find the right crystals for them, to provide education about crystals, and to develop a community of like-minded people. Each month, the number of people the shop reaches continues to grow. Two Crazy Crystal Guys is a complete metaphysical shop with workshops and community groups. Rod also obtained a Master's of Science in Nursing and a Master's Degree in Healthcare Administration. He has been in hospital and corporate executive roles for more than 20 years. Welcome, Rod. We're so glad you're here with us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm uh, excited to talk to you guys about crystals. And we're really excited to have you here, too, because you are the epitome of stepping from a very structured world into one that's a little more free fall. So you have that whole science background, that corporate background, and yet you are you've embraced this, your intuition and your, your work of service, not only through your store and through crystals, but through just the way you interact with people on a daily basis. So could you share a tiny bit about how you made that step out into your real world? <laughs> like I, like uh, you had mentioned in my bio, I always knew that there was something going on out there that I just needed to figure out what that was and, and why I was feeling it. No, no one else was. I had this, like you said, through my entire life, it kind of went down or decreased the amount of uh, uh, intuition, spirits and stuff like that as I got a little bit older, but then I always had those feelings. And working in the corporate world and healthcare, I always knew that I wanted to help people. And by making the transition from this corporate world into the metaphysical world, I'm still helping people just in a different way. Working in the corporate world, you really didn't talk about being a, a medium, a psychic. Uh, I had crystals all over my desk and people would ask about it, but they would never go too far into it. Towards the end of my healthcare career, people did start coming to me and saying, what crystal can I use for this? What crystal can I use for this? If someone was having a bad day at work, I would pull a, a crystal off my desk and go put it on their desk and say, just let it sit here today. 
And they would bring it back to me at the end of the day and say, wow, I can't believe the difference this made in my, in my day. That's so scary to do those first times though, is to share that crystal with a, with a non-crystal lover. So yeah. I'm really glad you, you share that with other people, because I think the more we do that, the more people are going to get into crystals. What was your first encounter with a crystal friend? When did you go, oh, this is a world for me? So I actually listened to a podcast and I think it was an old podcast between you and Deb and Joel. You were talking about crystals and I was very interested in them. And I think you guys had mentioned if you were on an island, what would be the crystals that you would take? And it was amethyst, clear quartz, rose quartz. I was living in Dallas at the time, so I went and found a, a crystal shop and I bought all the ones that you, you guys had mentioned. And then Samantha, you did a podcast about crystals for zodiac signs. So I wrote all those down and I went out and found all those. Not really understanding about the energy of the crystals and stuff like that. I was in one of the shops and the lady said, rub your hands together really, really hard, clear off that energy and then pick up that crystal and see what you feel. And that made a huge difference for me. I still actually carry my very first crystals in my pocket with me every day. Oh, that gives me chills. Okay, what are they? Labradorite and uh, lapis. But I also wear a black tourmaline necklace. Nice. So. Yeah. So when I first heard about your your love of crystals and you were opening this store, I, I envisioned like a small online store to start out because it's during COVID and the lock, you know. And then I go to your website and I was like, holy cow, this guy is amazing. Like your collection is astounding. And you just, I don't know, I, I ordered some crystals from you and the energy coming off from them was absolutely fantastic. And I just was like, wow, like like Rod's, um, I've, I've always known you're an amazing person, but you have surrounded yourself with the elite of crystal friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just think it's such a leap of faith to take a passion that you have and right. leave a damn good career, you know, yeah. with solid benefits, solid everything. You, 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 the whole marathon track is in front of you and say, nope, I'm just going to do this. And the fact that, that your husband is supporting you, that's huge. Because a lot of people I know come home with their crystal finds and their partners are like, how much did that cost? <laughs> yeah. Well, and initially that was kind of our interaction when I would start bringing home crystals, but then he started feeling the energy of the crystals as well. So he was beginning to understand how, how useful they were, how when you place them around your different parts of your house, that energy that comes from them. So he, he started to understand as well. I get a lot of my crystals from collections. I buy collections. And my last big collection was from a 94-year-old man who had been collecting for oldest newspaper I found was 1968. And the lady said, you're going to need a trailer when you come. And I was like, holy crap, because normally the back of my truck will work fine. Not in this case. It filled up our entire garage. I had already filled up a bedroom upstairs for a meditation room. And then I had filled up the, the basement. We made the decision that it was a good time to go ahead and share this with, with everyone. Um, having a physical store is what I like the best because you get to see the people interact 
with the crystals and seeing the expression on their face the first time they feel that energy from that crystal is pretty amazing. Yeah, just to share that love and to introduce new people to what crystals can do for them. I mean, there's just there's just no greater joy than that. Have you had an experience with a crystal early on that made you go, wow, this really does work? Did you have something that happened to you that made you go, there's really something to these rocks? I think with the labradorite, um, I just felt that that overwhelming connection. But it also really helped me open my third eye and doing readings and stuff like that, working with it in meditations, being able to get those visions and those pictures and those snapshots from the, working with the Labradorite was pretty amazing. That's a fantastic stone, especially for empaths, because I feel that it, it allows you to get the information you need intuitively, but it, it blocks out some of the you know, negative, yeah. not so good stuff. So I think that's right. a fantastic stone, not only and, for third eye work, but for empaths. Yeah. And I think you had mentioned on one of your podcasts and I found it in some research that I had done as well, was the more you use Labradorite, the more protective it becomes of you. So, and I think we all need a little extra protection right now. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. I agree with that entirely. And I have a question for both of you. So you went and bought this collection, which must be fun. I mean, it must be so fun to just unpack these boxes and have it, it's kid in the candy store kind of thing. But yeah. everything holds residual energy. So some part of that person who had the collection, their energy was still co connected with that crystal. And Samantha has talked about crystal rescues and going to home goods and finding some poor lost baby and taking it mm -hmm. home. How can people work with the energy of the crystal? It, and I'm, big on, you know, sustainable practices for, for crystal harvesting that I think that's really important to consider, but if they're already here and in the mainstream and being circulated, do you feel you need to clear the crystals before you work with them or that there's something about bringing that into your space that people may need to be aware of? When I get these collections and especially, well, pretty much all collections, but try and sage all the crystals. The last collection I had was so big that I couldn't put everything in rice. So I had to find an alternative way to, to cleanse those. But I always tell the people who come into our shop that when you take this home, I tell them how to cleanse it. I will sometimes give them a bag of rice, put it in this bag of rice, leave it overnight, and then put it in the sun for a few minutes and let it charge up. So that rice absorbs all that negative energy that that crystal has collected over time. I went to one crystal store where every time you bought a stone, you know, if it was like the size of your hand, right. she had pre-packed bags of rice and she would just stick it in that bag of rice and, and send it home with you. Because you're right. If you have this huge collection, you can't individually cleanse the stones. But one thing I like to do as well, Denise, is whatever crystal clearing method you use, whether it's sage or uh, rice or salt or water or the earth or the moon, I always will hold it in my hand and I, I, I'll connect to it with the energy of my intention and, and light. I'll visualize light coming through my head and out my arms into my hands. And I will say, I clear and cleanse you of any energy, any negative energy you accrued in your creation and your journey to me. And I, I feel like you know, once I visualize that light going through me and, and then into the crystal and I say those words of intent, I think that helps too. 
See, and that's why I love that you're both doing this together because you're both, you get the crystals in a way. I, I love them. They're beautiful. I can feel the vibration. You both feel it in your soul. You have such a strong connection with the energies of the crystals. Some people get that from animals or from literature or something else. It can just feel it emanating off of both of you, which is, is, I think that's fun as hell. I really do. Rod, you must be in Mecca, just sitting in that room full of crystals in your shop with all of that beautiful juju and energy around all the time. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing when you if your day started off bad and and then I walk into the shop, it just immediately I just feel like all that pressure is gone. The energy in here and our customers tell us this all the time. It feels so good in here. And it does make you feel good as well. When you get that that positive feedback, there's nothing like that. Yeah. What is what is one of your favorite crystals that you're working with right now? Like, do you have a new crystal that you started working with? So another favorite, not necessarily new, but lapidolite. My son bought me a lapidolite egg when I first started getting into crystals. He's into crystals as well. That lapidolite egg is like my best friend. Um, he's on my nightstand. Most of the time he's in the bed. When I get ready to go to bed, I'll just take it off the nightstand and hold it in my hand and, and sleep with it during the night. The qualities of helping with that anxiety and depression and all of those other feelings that you don't want, it really soothes those. Yeah, yeah, it really does. That, that is the, the, the stone of inner peace for sure. Isn't it fun when you get to introduce your kids to crystals and see what they're drawn to? Like my kids love crystals that I particularly were not drawn to, you know, like one loves K2 stone, can't get enough of yep. K2 stone. Yep. Um, another one loves cherry quartz, which to me is kind of man-made. So I'm like, eh, mm. I don't know about that. Another one loves Kumbaba Jasper. I just think it's so yeah. cool the way they're drawn to different things than we are and to see the way they resonate with it. Do you find that? Yeah, my son is really drawn to Septarium. Um, Love that stone. Yeah, he, he loves the look, he loves the feel, the energy. Him and I were actually in a, a crystal shop and it was my first experience with Shungite. And I picked up a 110 millimeter spear and held it in my hand and had the most amazing feelings from it. Both my arms, I had vibration going up. Both my arms could feel it going right in through my whole body. And so I set it down and I told my son, I said, Ryan, rub your hands together really good and pick up this crystal. And he picked it up and his eyes got so big. He was like, I've never felt this before. He really liked Shungite as well. Have you made Shungite water? Okay. I just bought like the little bag of mm -hmm. Shungites that you're supposed to, I haven't done it yet. What do you, what do you think about Shungite water? I like it. It's amazing. If you taste that water before you put it into the Shungite, and then as soon as you put the, the Shungite in, if you take a drink, that water tastes completely different. The amount of filtering that that crystal does in just seconds is amazing. Wow. Yeah, I definitely need to do it. I've had it in my in my kitchen for like two weeks and I haven't done the process you need to go through, but I've everything I've read and studied about it says it's amazing for your energy, for your protection, for your aura. Yeah. yeah. So if anyone's listening going, what the heck are they talking about? Just Google Shungite water and <laughs> you'll find they out do, all you They do you make bottles that have the Shungite. It's actually not in the water. It's right under the water, but 
it does this, it has the same effect. Yeah. Yeah. I have, oh gosh, I went on a river rafting trip with my kids a couple of summers ago, and I had one of those gem infused glass water bottles. <clears throat> Why I carried it with me on this river, I don't know. I don't know what the heck I was thinking. And we're on this thing, and I get kicked out of the raft. And Rod, the first thing I did was, Where's my water bottle? <laughs> the water's like coming over me. I never did find it. It it got lost in the waves. Oh no. I know. So before we we wrap up, do you have anything to share with people who are in the situation you were in where they were like, I like my job. I don't love my job. It's paying my bills. It's giving me benefits. There's a retirement but there's this other esoteric metaphysical kind of off the beaten path thing I want to do, but I'm terrified. What would you say to those people? I think it's trusting yourself towards the, the end of my healthcare career. I have my metaphysical abilities, my mediumship, my crystal energy was increasing so much that I was probably like 50, 50 into work and 50, 50 into my other life. I knew that something was going to happen with my my job probably about nine months before. I just didn't know when. When they decided that they were going to eliminate my position, I said, okay, this is my, my opportunity. I have to see what we can do with this. I had actually opened the crystal shop a couple months before, so I already had all that in place. So it's still scary because it's still pretty new. We've been open for almost six months now. We have our, our good times, our bad times, but each month, like Denise had mentioned, we are seeing more and more customers come, come in, new customers, repeat customers, and then everyone is just asking about how can we learn more about the crystals? How can we learn more about intuition? Where's a safe space for us to come and talk? So we're developing all that here within the shop. We've had a one intro to crystal class that uh, I partnered with graduate from Hibiscus Moon. We're starting a meditation group May 16th, which is the flower moon. So our crystal for, for that is ruby and fuchsia. And the fuchsia re represents the green grass and the, the rubies coming are the, the buds of flowers coming out. And then we're doing a community group May 17th. I kind of want to get a feeling for the group first to see what they want to learn before we go to the next steps. But it's still a safe space for people to learn from each other. They can say how, you know, what's happening to them and not be judged. So that's our goal. That is so beautiful to see the way you're growing along with your customers and offering oh, them this safe place. I love that. I find teaching crystal classes personally kind of overwhelming because I want to I just want to talk about the rock. So, and I, <laughs> there's so much, yeah. to, it's like, where do you focus? Where do you narrow down? So I love that, that you're doing that and that you have a partner who can maybe keep you in check. Lord knows I need someone to keep me in check and say, Samantha, move along. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She, she get me back on track because yeah. I'll get going on a crystal and talking about a crystal and how it works and what it's done for me. And I have to throw in one other part to this as well. You're in a part of the country that this isn't maybe as, you're in the Midwest, 
And I right. mean that with love and compassion because you've put yourself out there with this new thing. And when you're talking about building community, I feel like a big part of your, your work is to reach out to those people who are very curious, who are wondering, who may have never been into a metaphysical shop, who, and you're offering this safe space. So offering these classes in community is expanding that, but it's also really important for anyone listening to say, well, I can't do that because I live here or I live here. Was that any factor in your decision to have a brick and mortar versus an online store as far as the demographics of where you live? The reason for the brick and mortar store was that personal uh, connection with our, our customers. And on, if you just have an online store, you kind of miss that piece. You can't really find out what the person's really looking for in a way that will help them if, with whatever they're, they're experiencing right now or, or goals or manifestation that they want to do. So that was the reason for the brick and mortar store. You do have the online store, which I is do. nice. The listeners can go to Two Crazy Crystal Guys. Give the exact website. It's the number two, crazycrystalguys.com. Dot com. Okay. So the number two, all right, we'll put that in the show notes as well. And on our social media pages, uh, when I first went to your store, I don't know if you remember, I emailed you and I said, who's your photographer? Those are such yeah. great photos. Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, uh, me. Yeah. So, I mean, right out from the gate, you just had such a professional, wonderful feel to all of the, the crystals that you, that you present. How's your mediumship going? Are you giving readings? I am doing readings uh, and they're increasing like crazy. I do them here at the shop. So I either do them before I open or after I close because the energy here is so much better than at my, my house. So it just feels better here. And people, yeah, yeah. people are more relaxed here than they are at my house. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's good to keep that energy separate too. You know? Yeah. So can people reach out to you for distant readings or are you only doing them in person? I do both. Okay. Yep. If you go to the website to crazycrystalguys.com, there's a contact information. So you can just send a message through there. There's our phone numbers on there as well. So you can call us or text us. Okay. Fantastic. How has your family reacted to that aspect of your work? My brother is probably the probably the closest one to me. And when I told him about it, he was like, oh, well, that's cool. My daughter's always worried that I'm, I'm going to read her or, I'm, or that I am reading her, which I'm not. But sometimes I'll get that she's going out to dinner. So I'll text her and I'm like, do you have dinner plans? And she's like, are you reading me? I'm like, no, I just got something that told me to ask. <laughs> Your girls do the same. I think people, when they first find out, they think that we're like instant mind readers and it does yeah. not work like that at all. But I'm yeah. glad everyone has been supportive of these, these big, enormous changes and, and metamorphosis that you've been through to really, really walk your authentic path. It's, it's just beautiful to see you have all that support. That's great. Thank you. It's been an easy transition and it feels good. And I think that's what's most important. You know, to me, that's always the sign that that you're following the right path when things just kind of effortlessly unravel and unfold in the way they're supposed to, you know? But I also think that you've got to give credit to yourself and for the attitude you brought to it. Because for most people, when their position is made obsolete, you know, that sends them into a tunnel of despair. 
And you were like, nope, this is my sign that I'm going to open up two crazy crystal guys and I'm going to do it. I'm going to follow my dream and my path. And I think when when the universe and our guides see us acting that way, they're like, hey, this guy's really on board. Let's let's give him even more to help him out. Yeah. And when my position was eliminated, I uh, found a fortune that says your future is bright. And it, was, it just fell out of my, my bag. And I'm like, well, where did this come from? And then I had gone to the gym and I saw 2.22 in 22 seconds. And I'm like, okay, I'm on the right path here. So. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Any questions before we wrap up, Denise? No, I just want to say thank you so, so much, Rod, because you really, you walk the talk. You have, you're following your heart and your passion but you also hold space for people beautifully. And I think anyone that is lucky enough to work with you or come into your shop or visit your website to crazycrystalguys.com is, is really in for a treat. So thank you very much for doing thank this. You. Thank you both for having me on your show and doing the bonus episode with me. It's always an honor to, to talk to both of you. Oh, same with you. We, we're so glad that, that we know you and that we're getting a chance to share your work with listeners. So once again, it's twocrazycrystalguys.com and we'll post that in the show notes and on our social media pages. We really hope that you go onto his store online and support his beautiful work. It would mean a lot to all of us. Thank you guys so much. We hope you enjoyed this show. Please remember as always to show up, do great work and share your light. Take care.